I think the the skills that we can equip our entrepreneurial audience with um, are around this one to one, one to many potentially kind of sales journey, and and how um, they can go from creating a product that they love and believe in to you know getting it sold. So yep. I I think. If we're going to go there for a minute, I think there's, um, I think there's one word, and it's a dirty word, mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's not understood, and it's been used in the negative. Okay, but I think selling comes down to one word, and the word is persuasion. So what I'm, tr- what are you trying to do, right. right? Whether they come to me or I come to you, mm-hmm. selling a product comes down to Beyond getting the sale and and cashing, you know, the invoice and like get like getting the money, mm-hmm. that's the end. And then there's service and ongoing selling and potential to sell more to that one customer. The only thing I'm trying to do is I'm trying to persuade that person or that company to at least try or use my products. That's it. So when I talked about questions and listening, that is, so I'm, I'm going to listen to the problem. So I have a product, I'm here to solve problems, Mike, mm-hmm. and you've come to me, you know, because you've got some problems. Tell me about, you know, what, where's all the pain for you, right? So those are questions I'm going to ask. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to listen to your answer and you're going to tell me, and I, I'm not asking these questions to then get to where I want to go. I'm actually asking questions to actually listen. That's why it's questions, 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 listen, yep. listen, listen. So you tell me your problems and then I go, hmm. And then I go, depending on what it is, I'm going to go deeper into your problem. Mm-hmm. Why is that a problem? Yep. Why is what you have today not working to solve that problem? How is it that you've gone five years with this problem? And 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 so, and then depending on how they come back then, um, I can ask now, different questions that are going to lead to the solution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, me- is price an issue? Is, yep. you know, like at some point you're going to, there's this value proposition moment, right? Yep. So all the questions are, 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 and listening is part of the persuasion. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so this is where I like nerd out about this stuff. So if we're getting mm-hmm. too granular here, you just, <laughs> we can move on. So where my mind goes is, okay, so I've got to ask the right questions, which means there are different ways of persuading someone to the same product. So for example, if I'm talking to a CEO, their set of problems is very different, meaning I can't sell Mm -hmm. a product to a CEO the same way that I can sell a product to uh, a marketing manager, let's say, right? So how much thought do you put into the person that you're talking to, um, trying to understand what their specific needs are because one of the big things and i often reference this article from harvard business review that i'll put in the show notes that's like what makes a good salesman and the number one thing they found was essentially empathy empathy, right yeah right so i I can i i don't stick to the script i'm understanding who my customer is i'm asking questions because the truth is if i'm selling dean sweetman yeah ceo of a company the same way that i'm selling you know a a, middle management a middle management it's not going to work right so when so, you're talking about these questions, yeah. like how granular should people get and how much should they think through? Again, I'm a nerd with this stuff, so I'm, yeah. I'll am i go all the way with it, right? I think it's oh, really important. Well, but what do you think? 
I'll take you one step lower. Mm-hmm. You got to learn what the personality is of that person mm-hmm. in the first minute. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to adjust my question and my tone mm-hmm. based on your personality. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, now I may know you, I may not know you, but I've got to be a student of human behavior. Because mm-hmm. se- selling is is uh, so complex, mm-hmm. right? But you can learn to just be intuitive about it. Yeah. Now, this this actually works in just about every area of life. Like, if you can be persuasive, you know, for something, it's going to yeah. begin with having this empathetic, relational, could be a one-minute relationship, could be a lifetime relationship. Right, right. So I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to assess you mm-hmm. and your personality. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to make the adjustment. So if you're loud and gregarious, man, I'm going toe to toe with you. We're going to have a yeah. blast, yeah. right? Because we'll just excite each other into the sale. Yep. Yeah. If you're uh, if you're skeptical, yep. And um, uh, introvert, mm-hmm. man, I'm dialing all this mm-hmm. down, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm getting clinical on you. Yep. If you're data driven, if you're emotionally driven, I'm getting detailed data on you. Mm-hmm. Like I'm coming at you like uh, from a whole different angle. So yep. that's that's probably at the front line yep and i think just before because i love and i just i want to help everyone remember when we say things like persuasion we're we're working off an assumption that what we're selling we think is actually good for people correct so i'm not going to reach out to somebody and persuade them via emotional manipulation to get them to buy something that i don't think is good so all of this talk of persuasion it's like we're just assuming, hey, I actually think what I'm selling you is going to make your life better, your business better. Whatever. And that I have integrity, right? And that I like, have integrity, exactly. Yeah. Right. And, you know, our audiences, we're people of faith. Mm-hmm. We, we cloak our um, – our faith is interwoven into what mm-hmm. we do in our life, mm-hmm. right? At work, at home, raising children. Our faith is in and ev- around everything that we do. So I'm assuming that in our audience, like we've got all these faith right. people – they're people of faith, and they're not going to be selling and persuading right. for people to get stuff and charging them what, more than what exactly. it's worth. And like yeah, all we're the not things. People as, as a mark to secure the bag and just like. Exactly. Know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, you know, maybe I should have said that before now, but that, that should go without saying. Right. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a sense of, um, you know, there's justified, it's justified mm-hmm. for me to persuade you to buy this product or service because I know it solves problems for you. Maybe you've come to me and you're looking for answers. So of course, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to do everything I can to persuade you to use my product against a competitor for all the reasons that, you know, my benefits are better than theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's a given. Yep. On this journey that we're talking about with questions, listening, really listening, going on the journey, listening to the customer, asking the right questions, you're going to at some point start talking about the, your benefits or your solutions to their problem. And this is a really interesting thing in the early days of your product or service. If you can't get to my product or service doesn't give you the solutions you need, I'm either building or <laughs> selling the wrong thing, mm-hmm. or I need to go back to the drawing board and make sure that I'm solving. Four or five episodes ago, we talked about solving the needs right of the customer. Yep. Businesses are in business to solve problems for people or companies, mm-hmm. that's that's all business is. Yep, and, and the best, 
And one of the best sales tactics you can do if you don't have the answer to the problem is say, you know what, I don't have it right now. Oh, yeah. So I'm not going to sell you something that isn't going to help or that you don't need. I'm going to come back in six months when I've got the solution. That's a way to close a sale right there and, and earn trust yeah. in somebody, right? <laughs> or, you know, my product doesn't do this today, yep. but here's our roadmap and this is where we're headed. Mm -hmm. uh, we sell a lot of stuff that way. We have yep. basic kind of software yep. that does solves a lot of problems. Yep. Here's the and value like, well, we add you, now and here's the value that right. we're going to. Can have. you do this? Can you solve that problem? Or like, not today, we can't. Mm -hmm. And a customer will sign up. Like, and, and, and you'll buy, you know, you, they'll buy some of what you're selling if you're honest with them. Mm -hmm. But for us, for those of us with faith, that goes without saying, mm -hmm. like, uh, those are starting positions I'm going to begin with, right? When, when you've found me or I found you and I'm like, Mike, we don't do that today. Right. And I've actually, I've actually told customers to use another product. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like we can't do that for you. We can do these five things, but those two things you're looking for, you need to go over there. Yep. And so that, I think that just goes without saying, but you need to say it. That, that's just and, phenomenal. Okay. And we may have to do more episodes on this because I feel like we're just opening up all kinds of different yeah. you know, tracks here. But that's a really good point in that I think a mistake that most founders, salespeople make is they, they get too impatient. So they don't play the long game with a potential yep. customer. They want, the, right. they want the thing now. And I think what yep. you're saying is exactly right. By, by you saying, you know what, I can do this for you, but I actually can't do this. You may be actually mm -hmm. taking some of that budget away from your business to go somewhere else. Sure. But but I'm going to delight my customer. But you're going to delight your customer. They're going to go, you know what? And that customer is going to tell 10 people. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, so play yeah. the long game, you know? Always play the long game. And, you know, you got to be capitalized. Like if you don't have capital, you, you present yourself differently to the market because you're desperate. I got to sell this. I got to, if I don't get this, I'm, my family's not going to eat. You should never be in that position. Right. Like you should always either be capitalized from your second or third job mm -hmm. um, or have capital, you know, in, in the bank to runway this thing. So you can take 12 months and, you know, get to profitability, whatever it is you get there. If you're selling out of desperation, you're not going to last very long. And that's a, that, I think that's really obvious to people, right? When, when they yeah. do, when they do sell out of Oh, you can tell. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about like let's use you as an example for a second. Let's say I'm a I am a um, I have built a product or service that could help your business be more efficient mm -hmm. in one area or another. Let's say I'm a I don't know an HR platform, whatever you, you name it is, right? Yep. Um, and I'm looking around the internet, going, I think Tidely is a great customer. I think I can really help them. I'm going to track down mm -hmm. a way to get in touch with you. So whether that's Twitter, LinkedIn, mm -hmm. find your email. happens to me ten times a week. <laughs> I was going to say, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I I think I read a stat that the average CEO gets reached out to just straight cold in some form or fashion, potentially sometimes forty or fifty times a week, right? Yeah, um, I, I mean. I'm fairly anonymous, you know, <clears throat> on the internet. I'm not anonymous. I'm like, <clears throat> but our business is not <clears throat> anymore. But yeah, I could get yep. 10 a day. Yep. So, all right. So like, let's say somebody is like, I want to get in touch with Dean. I want him to, you know, hear about my product. What does that look like? What does someone like you respond to? We're talking about a CEO, um, person who can make a decision, right? If someone reaches out yeah. to you, you ultimately can be the one to you know, make a decision. What is Here's that? my advice. What does that look like? Here's my advice. Don't reach out to me. Mm -hmm. 
if if I give it four seconds, I might forward it to the department head. I might. Okay, hey, Dean, uh, we're the best, you know, content marketers in the world and we, we can up your this and that. <clears throat> I might send that to my marketing manager mm-hmm. or I might just delete it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, at this level, yep. like I'm not going to make a decision about a system change from a cold email. Yep. I'm not. I might forward it. That might be the best you get. Yep. So I wouldn't go for the CEO. Mm-hmm. You would find If you're right. selling... Yeah. yeah, if you're selling content marketing, if you're selling engineering, like development shops, like don't come to me. Find my CIO or the CTO mm-hmm. or our, our, you know, marketing team. Right. So yeah, it's you're never like going to the, Yeah, it's almost like in the design, we, we, we almost uh, overestimate the amount of decisions that a CEO is actually making throughout the different layers of. of I'm making, no, right? I'm I'm making not- no system decisions. Mm-hmm. I'm making zero. Like all of my managers make, they run the business. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I don't run marketing. Right. You know, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't run engineering. Right. I, I don't run a lot I've written a line of code in my life. So, you know, mm-hmm. you're, it, you, I'm just the wrong person to sell to. Yep. Yep. So, um, I, I, yeah. yeah, maybe we should. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Let's talk for a second just about like before we sort of wrap this up, um, mm-hmm. I guess some like specific like tactical things, right? So, mm-hmm. and that's what you said is just one, you know, understand the level of the person in which you need to reach, understand yep. what they do, understand if it's even relevant to what they do. Um, right. Uh, like what are some other just like straight up, tactical things that you think somebody could do sure. a founder who just man they have built a product they've done the family and friends thing and they're at that point of the business where by brute force they have got to introduce people to the product yep. um yeah <clears throat> so you know i i think the the moves that you make in getting in front of the right people are wide and varied you know, spending money on going to some kind of trade show or going to, you know, conventions around your product or, you know, those things are helpful. And if you've got the money, sometimes you buy the booth and you, you know, go and talk to the customer. We, we didn't do that early days because it was expensive, but we did that kind of and still do it to some less now than we used to. Um, I'm trying, I'm just trying to find ways to get in front of the right people. So, uh, you know, like I just said, find the right person. And it's probably not the CEO if it's a bigger company. Slack didn't go to the CEOs of companies. Slack went into middle lower management yep. and said, "Hey, try this internal communications tool." You know, fast forward. You know, sold to Salesforce at twenty eight billion or whatever it was. Um, so find you know if you, and it comes back to this: if the product works and it's solving problems, people are going to want it. So it comes back to product market fit. It, it's it's hard to sell junk. I don't care how good you are. Yep. You might think you can sell ice to Eskimos, but if your ice has got cracks in it and holes in it and melts fast, and it's just hard to sell crap. So, you know, there's a term in software, it's called crapware. Yeah. <laughs> like right. it's hard to sell crapware, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's hard to sell shoddy workmanship and, mm-hmm. you know, you know, anyway, so it's got to be awesome. And, and so, and, and it can solve one problem. Slack solved one problem. 
that iMessage didn't, that all the other messaging things like didn't didn't solve. Inner office communication in a little standalone widget that you put on the side of your computer and literally, and then create channels. And like, I, I got, you know, so just solve one problem with something really great and it will sell itself. And so you've just, that's where you've always got to begin. And then you're going to use all the techniques and stuff we talked about. But I would argue that if I can't get beyond my 500 to 1,000 associate sphere, I, I don't think my product's very good. You know, like, yep. and, and certainly in a in a scalable thing like you know software or whatever, but <clears throat> services and products around you know building tables or or doing home model renovations. You know, I get a a good buddy. He's he he builds homes and does home remodels. The guy's got work stacked and racked for months, and he just does great work at a reasonable price. And he puts a right. little sign like this big in front of the yard. And the guy, like, it's, it's like, and it's, this has been like 20 years, right? Yep. Through recessions and this and that, it just, he just got tons of work. Mm -hmm. And so you've just got to, you've just, it's, it's not about, depending on what it is, it's not about going and spending it. I, I investors wanting me to spend a fortune on marketing and buying ads. And, you know, I'm like, no, there's only X amount of customers any kind of month wanting and looking for my product anyway. I think I'll spend all this money to, you know, put my acquisition costs through the roof. It just, right. you know, we just, we just had this one product that solved one problem and it was really nifty. It wasn't pretty. Mm -hmm. Like our UI, you know, we're just changing the UI of our main product now. It's like mm -hmm. year seven. Mm -hmm. But it, <laughs> it worked. Right. And it's simple. Yep. And it, it just, and then word of mouth just went bananas and, you know, kind of away you go. So yeah. like there's this, there's the selling thing around listening and questions and persuasion and closing and all of that. Mm -hmm. But man, if your problem solves something mm -hmm. that people need, it, it'll just go. Then you're just, now you're just managing it. And you know, it, um, it's funny you say that I, uh, and I actually think Barn reposted this clip. I think it was yesterday, the day before, and I saw it and it's an interview with Kanye West mm -hmm. and Kanye West is, is, uh, recalling a time of having a conversation he had with Elon Musk and he's talking to mm -hmm. Elon and he says, Elon, I just want to like do deals like you. I want to do deals like you. And right. Elon's response was, I don't do deals. I build things. That's it. Which is just I such love a, what an answer. Just a boss response. Right. <laughs> but I yep. think that gets down to a lot of what we're saying is that yep. oftentimes, and listen, there's a whole market for training salespeople to mm -hmm. sell bad products because a lot of the yep. products that are out there are bad, right? We're not even yeah. talking about that. We're talking about no. I've built something I believe in, and mm -hmm. so I'm going to give everything I have to get that into the market. And I think that yeah. just like totally sums up what the, I guess, the spirit behind and underneath the way we at least approach sales is. And that is that totally. I really believe in this thing. I really believe it can help. Um, yeah. Okay, so go ahead. We can say something? Yeah, no, 100%. I couldn't agree uh, more. So before we close, let's just talk like resources. You mentioned you've read a lot of books. Is there anything off the top of your head that uh, would be helpful to someone who just needs I don't know all the new stuff. You know, I'm old school. Like Same. I'm Zig, Zig Ziglar, Ogmandino. Man, I'm like Tony Robbins all the way. You know? Tony Robbins. Yeah. I was booked, you know, when I was learning to sell, I was pre-Tony Robbins. I was like super old school. Yep. Um. And some of those are classics like Think and Grow Rich, 
you know, how to win friends and influence people. I'm like, those are all the books I read. I have, I've not read a sales book in 20 years, to be honest. So I wouldn't even know the ones that are out there. It's just a retelling of the same stuff, honestly, the newer stuff. And and there's a lot, there's actually a lot of really good stuff out there about SaaS sales. I've read a couple of, of them over the years, you know, Salesforce, I think came out with a book that the head of growth there. So there's a lot of good stuff out there, but I agree. Like the, the, the old school stuff, I still always find to be the, to be the best. I just love the stories. Um, I think it was, was it the greatest salesman who ever lived. Og Mandino, you know, was um, was a guy. He's an author, and he'd write these fables, which became quite common later on. You know, these fables about who moved my cheese, and yep. there was one about fish, and like there was one coming out every you know two minutes for, at some point. But these old selling fables are really yep. kind of cool. Yeah, and uh, you know, so yeah, dig out some of those yep. and, and read them. Yeah, there's a book, probably one of my favorites. It's called uh, uh, When I Stop Talking, You'll Know I'm Dead. Um, it's my guy <laughs> named J- Jerry Weintraub, who uh, nice. born and raised in Queens, ended up producing all the Oceans films, managed wow. Bob Dylan, invented wow. John Denver, managed Elvis. And it's just, it's it's not sales strategy, it's stories that you can just go, yep. wow, man, this was a guy who really yep. added value. So um, yep. we'll put some resources in the show notes. And I'm sure we'll do more about this in sales sales talk yeah uh it's so important. yeah it's such an important part for you know the people listening around building their businesses and it's like obviously a passion you know of mine yeah. um to make sure people are equipped to be able to you know sell and talk about their business confidently so i'm sure we'll do more of this yep absolutely awesome well uh as usual thanks dean thanks for the time yeah thanks you and, thank you man um, awesome we're uh excited to keep building this thing so uh, we will talk to you all next week. Again, follow us on Instagram, Kings and Priest Podcast. We're on Twitter, Kings and Priest Pod. Reach out to me via email, mw at vast.faith with any ideas. If you want to come on the show, pitch us an idea. We are still in the early stages of this thing and excited to keep building. So we will see you Man. next week. Rock and roll. See you, mate.